0: Hello everyone, welcome to Rake the Take, a golf betting podcast presented by me, Chris Lewis, Um, and this week we have the PGA Championship. Uh, I'm sorry I haven't recorded a podcast in a while, I don't really have a a good reason, I've just been kind of doing my own thing, but you know, here we are, I want to cover this, this championship, it's a major championship, like I'm super excited, let's just get right into it, you know? no reason to beat around the bush and talk about you know some dumb shit um anyways uh Keel island it's the uh, the host of this week's PGA championship it's a P-Die course uh the ocean course to be specific um they played the PGA championship here in 2012 where Rory McElroy one by eight strokes. Um and uh the course is set up at seven thousand eight hundred and forty nine yards to be exact. Um which is the longest uh setup for a major championship. Um it's 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 definitely going to be uh intimidating at times um to play on this course uh yet i don't necessarily believe that you can overpower it by hitting a lot of for a lot of distance um there's going to be a ton of wind throughout the week uh thursday and friday um will be the toughest days Thursday, um, the players who are playing in the afternoon are going to get absolutely smoked by the wind. Um, But it's not not as bad as Friday. Friday is expected to be almost at like um, 15 to 17 miles an hour. Then Thursday, I think the highest they expect to go up is to at least 12 to 13. So, I mean, it could even be filled more than that on the course and what I'm looking at on the weather report right now um the winds are blowing westward on thursday and friday um but uh, from what i've heard uh, those winds can switch up at like any moment uh being on being close to the coast um saturday is probably the easiest day they they shouldn't get anything uh it looks like they're not going to have anything really um above 10 miles an hour So maybe they'll be able to get after it that day, but it seems like the directions are changing a little bit differently there. Um, so, So yeah, definitely expect Saturday to be the easiest day, but Sunday should definitely be a difficult test because the wind will completely change direction on that day. So basically the leaders are going to have to play in the tougher winds, from 10 to 13 miles an hour and then what's going to happen is they're going to have to everybody in the whole field will have to basically change their sight lines from the previous few days if they haven't had to already um it's going to be very difficult because of the wind and i think it creates paramount on driving accuracy um not to say that distance doesn't matter i think it does because it is a such a long course but um i do think shorter hitters are in play um if they can be able to remain accurate with the irons and be able to get up and down around the greens um usually in a pga championship it's a ball strikers test but i think this week more so than other past pga championships that uh your short game ability will matter a lot um because these are very hard greens very hard fairways to make because of the conditions obviously and you're going to have to be able to play out of these native areas and bunkers and thick rough um all week. And if, and if you're not going to be able to get up and down, um, it's going to be a, a short week for sure. Uh, and, I, I would say that, um, that putting, you know, matters a lot too. These are difficult greens to read. They're very undulating and, uh, they're, very pure they'll be running very fast i mean they're almost there i i think fi- from what i've heard uh they're almost on the brink of being like too pure <laughs> they're that pure so that's it's going to be it's really going to be a test of um the whole game um so let's look at the odds At the top of the board, we have Rory McElroy at eleven to one. Um I bet Rory at eighteen to one uh right after he won the Wells Fargo. Um I also put a top ten on him um at plus one forty. Uh and I, I I just I I like those I like those uh I like those I like those odds at the time for the wells fargo i think the top 10 price is good because rory is very proficient at uh you know making top 10s and being in contention even if he were to fall back early in this championship i mean we should expect him to move on up pretty quickly because of his experience here um even though it was just one week nine years ago and he was a completely different player then. Um I would definitely say that he was a much better player that season than he is now. Much more consistent. He won five times in that 2012 season and this has been Rory's first win in two years. So uh, at the Wells Fargo I mean that is so it, it it's going to be interesting to see how Rory plays. I definitely think excuse me. I definitely think that he has a chance this week to win without a doubt. Um, it's just a matter of what player are we really getting, and that still remains to be seen on a consistent basis. Um, John Rahm at fourteen to one is the next highest priced golfer, and uh, I think John Rahm easily could be the favorite for this tournament. Um, I bet him at fourteen to one going into the AT and T Byron Nelson because I thought he had a good chance of winning that week with how easy the course setup was, but he um, struggled a little bit with his short game and some of his irons, and I'm not exactly sure where his game at is right now, so I don't necessarily feel as good about that pick either right now, but I bet him I bet him at those odds, and I bet him at top 10 at plus 165. Um him and Rory are just, they just make the top 10 so often, they're magnetized to that part of the leaderboard, so I, I just, I just have that feeling that no matter what, even if John Rom's out of the tournament, like what kind of happened at Augusta, he'll play his way back into a position, a good position, um, at least by the end of Sunday, um, And you, I, I i i would ex, i would expect him to, to to probably be the best out of the favorites in this group if if rory doesn't win um because as, because as we'll go on to see i don't necessarily feel as good as some of the about some of the other guys um Justin Thomas is at sixteen to one. I don't have an outright bet on him. I could see him playing well this week, though. Um, he could also be a guy that uh, finishes high up the board. I didn't bet him in a top ten, but I bet him in some matchups versus people like Spieth. I have a matchup against him against Ror- with him against Rory as a a little bit of a hedge, and I I took a little group bet. Well, against Rory DeChambeau, Rom and Spieth, and I took Rom in that group as well, uh, just to kind of get a balance of those two. I think of the of of those two guys, those those probably are the most likely of those of the of that group to really uh do well this week if Rory um isn't on the – isn't on that level that he was at Kiowa in twenty twelve, but if Rory's on that level in twenty twelve, it will be over. Um, but I don't necessarily know if he'll win by uh, that amount of strokes as he did in as he as he did in twenty twelve. That would be insane. Um, Jordan Spieth, uh, I I mean you probably nobody will be surprised to hear me say that I'm fading him um if you've listened to this podcast before uh I will continue to fade him um I don't really care uh how well he's been playing I just don't think this is a good course fit for him and I think um with how with how well he's been playing, you know it's obvious that everybody's going to be gravitating towards him to be able to get a career grand slam. But uh, I just I, I I can't see it happening this week. I don't think he'll be proficient enough off the tee. Um, and yes, you know it's obviously he can create some magic with the irons and the the short game. But I mean, this isn't. This isn't tpc san antonio this isn't tpc craig ranch like these are like this is a different test than those places where you know a lot of the courses that he's played at this year yeah there have been difficult tests where he's played well but kind of like tpc sawgrass a course that he historically hasn't really played well at i mean there are just so many hazards and if you're speeth and you're having to play out of the hazards, I mean, you know, more than 50 to 60% of the time on a lot of these holes, if you're not making the fairway, um, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're not making, if he's not making the fairway, then, uh, I mean, he's gonna be screwed. He's not gonna have enough scoring opportunities to really get his putter going. So I I just, it's just, I don't see it. Um, I mean, maybe this is another week where he burns me, but I will go down to the ship no matter what, because I just don't, I just don't, uh, I just don't believe in him this week. Um, Dustin Johnson's at 18 to one. Um he's another guy who I don't really feel that great about is every it's kind of he's kind of been all over the place with his game I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of came out of nowhere and played really well but uh I actually have one bet against him in a matchup with uh Brooks Kepka. um right I'll talk more about Kepka later but uh with DJ, I, I I feel like he could easily really struggle this week. Um, and uh, the odds on that Kepka bet were like plus 165 for the tournament. And I think that's a good value. I mean, if Kepka's playing well and um, if he has his stuff figured out, I mean, if, and if the health issues are overblown with him, then maybe... I just feel like DJ's game isn't completely there right now, regardless of the home field advantage. Um, I mean, clearly DJ's a player that can turn it on at any point and backdoor like a top 20 position or something, but uh, I, I just don't know if I really expect him to be in contention this week because just so many different aspects of his game have been out of whack on different weeks. Like some weeks he's putting terribly and other weeks his irons. Were, you know, and, uh, and even at the, the Genesis, a tournament that he probably should have won, he was you know, just completely driving it all over the place and lost it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's just ever since that kind of end of the Genesis, he hasn't really been in contention at all uh so i don't know i I certainly wouldn't bet him pre-tournament maybe he shows some signs of life early on and uh becomes the clear pick to win but uh you know it's not really somebody i want to have too much investment on early on uh Bryson DeChambeau is also at 18 to 1 and um only bet I have him on is a, is a, is a tournament matchup versus Rory uh he, like I said earlier I I I I've, I just ha- I have some of these bets where I'm kind of hedging in case like something happens with Rory uh I mean I still feel like he has a great chance to win this week but um at the same time, you know, some of these guys you can get good numbers on against him, like Rom and Deschambo because, um, and even JT, because uh, there's so much tilted in terms of the form of Rory at twenty twelve at this event, uh, that it almost kind of feels like that. It, it's just kind of sudden Rory has suddenly kind of elevated him to himself to the top of the board when just so recently it's, you know, he was not really playing all that great. Um, so we really don't know. So I kind of to not continue to rehash that about Rory, because I mean, I, I like him and I don't in a way it is kind of weird. I, 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 I feel like some of these other guys are underpriced versus him, so if you're gonna bet Rory, just be cautious about it. You know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I, I just don't feel like this is the kind of week to be able to do that with anybody really. And I mean, I clearly Rory's the person I should emphasize the most about that because of uh, how short his price is and just the history um but that goes really for anybody on this board you can't put your eggs on one basket for this week definitely not um but I digress dechambo I don't I'm not really super high on him this week to be honest at all I I feel like I don't think his game will really play well at this course but if Rory fails and he's uh, he'll, he'll he'll make the cut and probably you know because I A lot of these times when we expect Bryson to miss the cut, of course it's tough. He makes it in on the number and then starts to figure it out towards the end. So maybe this is a bet that kind of hits Void or towards the end of the tournament if Rory doesn't have a good Sunday or something like that. But uh, um, yeah, just a value play as a hedge. That's really my only bet on Bryson. I, I, I won't really be on him too much this week at all. Now Victor Hobland is at plus two thousand. Um, I really like Victor Hobland this week. I've liked him since November. Actually, I bet him at plus five thousand to win. Um, I really like his game right now. He's playing so well. But um, I I I don't know how much I would want to be invested in him at this price um he's priced right up with the elite guys in the board and it's just a ton of expectation um i feel like it's very plausible but i would do some line shopping if you're if i'm if you're looking to vet Victor i doubt you're going to get anything close to um anything above 3000 but if there is any numbers if there are any 3000s out there i would immediately snag those um Twenty five to one is also a really good number. Uh, I I think that would be I think that would be a much more realistic price to be able to get for Hovland. Um, if there's anybody that would have a Rory like breakthrough through this course, I think it would be him. Uh, his ball striking has just been so good. It, it's it's incredible just kind of what he's able to do out of a lot of these courses. And the short game is getting a lot better. He's made a ton of strides, and I think that's going to be incredibly vital this week. So, Hovland, I really like. Um, I think it, it, it's a lot more likely than not that he could. This could be his first major championship win. Xander Shoffley at twenty-two to one. Um, no, so not really somebody. I'm, you know, usually I'm pretty high on Xander going into a week, but. I don't know if really his a uh, his driving ability really fits at this course he likes to spray it around a lot so he's gonna really have to rely on a short game um, and then you know kind of like Justin Thomas in a way I, I feel like both of those guys kind both of these guys can have the ability to be able to do that um, but with Xander I I really, I, I can't, I can't really see him uh, winning this week. Um, I don't have any placement bets on him either. My only bet is him in a matchup versus Spieth, which uh, I think will be pretty easy. Um, Daniel Berger is at plus three thousand, and I really like Daniel Berger this week. I bet him outright. Top ten, top five. I bet him in a group versus Xander, Hovland, Morikawa, and Matsuyama. Um, and then uh, also in a two-ball um, versus Morikawa for the tournament. Um, I think Berger is a great fit for this is a great fit for this course. Uh, great putter, so he'll be able to really do well in the greens, but more importantly, he's such a good ball striker. Um and he just came off of a great performance at the at t Byron Nelson. I think he probably found something there towards the end of the tournament. Um, especially, like, he was really playing well when the conditions were tough. Um, kind of, at the end of the at t Byron Nelson, even though the course in general was very easy, there was so much wind and rain that I almost felt like that really kind of prepared him for this week. He was really searching to win that tournament, um, and so I, I, he's always somebody. If he can't, if he he's a a gunslinger when it comes to making birdies. So I I if the course is playing tough this week, I think Berger could be a fast mover up the leaderboard no matter what. Um, he's he's another player where he's probably he's he could easily be like a regarded as like top 10 top five player in the world right now but we just don't give him that he doesn't have the name recognition so we don't really give him that credit but if you on a results basis i mean he's done a lot more than a lot of the guys that are priced ahead of him he's won twice since the covid restart and has just been dishing out top 10s top fives Um, he's been awesome. I, I think, I think he's a a great bet to be able to play well this week at the PGA. Um, definitely don't sleep on burger. Morikawa is at 33 to one. Um, and with Morikawa, you know, there's a lot of similar sentiments I have about him. You know, with a lot of these other guys, he's a great ball striker, very accurate. Um, But, uh, the one problem with him is the short game. And if putting and chipping is really going to matter this week, that's probably going to be... It's probably going to be tough to be able to take Morikawa, at least, right at the onset of this tournament. Um, I love Morikawa as a player. I've won a lot of money off of him. But, um, at the same time, I, I think, uh, this is not the time for him to to repeat as a PGA champion. Um, he'll continue to develop, and if he plays well this week, I would not be surprised at all. Uh, but um, right now, I don't I don't see him winning, just because of the short game problems. And you could say the same thing about Hovland, but I think Hovland has overcome a lot of those issues recently. Um, unlike Morikawa, where. Uh, he really needs to require on being explosive to really win a tournament. Um, but outside of that, now he's been he's had a lot of great performances this year as well, so'm I'm not, I'm not trying to discount him or anything or discredit him. I mean he's a phenomenal player. He's had a great career so far. I just don't see him playing well this week. Um, but that's just me. Maybe later in the tournament, he could be a really interesting play. Um, Patrick Reed, uh, is somebody I really don't have any money on. Um, I have one bet against him in a tournament matchup and I will reveal that later. Um, but, uh, I think with Reed, I just don't know if he's a good enough ball striker to really I mean that's kind of he's a Patrick Reed's a great player but I, I just don't I just don't know if he I don't just don't know if this is a great course fit for him even though it's like yes yeah, like grinding short game like that sounds like his thing but I he, think he can be really wayward off the tee sometimes and I think that's going to be you know that's going to be a problem. Um, especially since he's he's not really a premier iron player either. So can you rely on the putter and be able to contend this week? I I don't know. I really don't know. I just don't see very much with Patrick Reed. Um, Tony Finau is at plus four thousand. Um, I don't really have a ton of expectations for Tony either this week. I bet him at a top 10 at plus 400 because I thought that was good value. Um, that's an implied probability of 20% and he usually makes the the top 10 25% of the time. So I, I really like those odds for that. Um, just kind of on a, a long-term level. But overall, he hasn't really been playing all that well recently. Um... And I, I I, feel like he's just been inconsistent. I really wouldn't, I really wouldn't bet him pre-tournament one-one because he doesn't really, really win that often at all, obviously. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't fade him either. I, I think he uh, could easily come into this tournament um, later on and, and, and do some really special things potentially uh, if his game's on point. I mean, he, he's contended a lot of link style golf courses like in the in the, in the open championship. Um, so I, I feel like that this kind of course could easily set up well for his game if he's playing well. Um, but if he's not, obviously, then I, I, I mean, then it's, you know, goodbye Tony. but we'll see what happens with him. I just have that top 10. Hideki Matsuyama is also at plus 4,000, and um, I don't have any bets on Hideki this week. I uh, I don't have any bets against him either. I really really don't know what to think about him. Uh, (laughs) I I, I, I really don't want to doubt him because he just won the Masters, but I don't really want to bet him because I... He hasn't really been playing since the Masters, so, and then unless this is the uh, the incoming Hideki Matsuyama, you know, Grand Slam where he just wins every tournament this year, um, which would be cool, like <laughs> I guess, <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I I don't know. That's just not going to happen. I mean, I, I I just so I just. I could also see Hideki kind of spraying around like some of these other guys and struggling with the greens and things like that. So, I mean, there's a part of me that also feels like that this isn't really a good course fit for Hideki, but he's been ball striking phenomenally recently and the putter has really turned around. Um, he's, I think he's gained stroke in like five of the last eight events from what I read somewhere. And that's, uh, that's pretty good for him. And so, um, you know, I'm, I don't really feel like uh, I'm super high on this week, um, but I'm not low on him either. Um, Cam Smith is also at plus four thousand, um, and he's somebody where you know, I I I, <laughs> I I love Cam Smith. I, I wish I could bet him more now. I mean, I mean, I I was really on him when uh, in in the in the fall when he was playing well before the masters and then I bet him at the masters and, um, you know, we had a bit, a little bit of sweat at the end there, but obviously DJ was so far ahead, but I was rooting for him. I mean, I, I wasn't counting him out. I, I, uh, I think Sam, Bur- I, I mean, I'm sorry. I think Cameron Smith, I'm sorry. I was, I don't know why I said Sam Burns. I just was looking at a name. Um, but, um, I don't think I, I don't I don't really uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if Cam Smith uh, won this week, but at the same time I am not betting him either. I I think I think he could also really easily miss the cut, and that's kind of what more the angle I would want to bet because he's very pushed up on the market right now. I don't know if it's plus four thousand is exactly where he should be. I think it might be a little bit of an overprice, um, but I bet. Uh, I took a matchup. I took some matchups against him. I don't think that's a bad idea, especially if he's poor off the tee and hitting the ball in the water a lot. Um, Webb Simpson is at plus forty five hundred, um, and I really like Webb this week. I I I bet him on an outright and the top American. Um, I I think uh, he could easily win this week. Like I said, you know. He makes a lot of fairways. It's great with his long irons and has a brilliant short game. So I think he has a lot of the tools to really be able to contend this week. Um, Obviously, distance could be a a problem. uh, But at the same time, I think he has all the tools to really be able to kind of navigate throughout that and be able to at least save par on a lot of these longer holes. Um, which will be much more important than, uh, maybe even scoring, um, at least earlier in the tournament. Um, so I like Webb this week. I think he definitely has a chance. Um, Abraham Answers also at plus 4,500. And I also really like him this week. I bet him top 10, top five outright. I bet him in a group versus Hatton, Zalatoris, Fleetwood, and Leishman, um, and then I also bet him top rest of the world. Uh, I think hey, this could be a, a great coming out party for Answer. Um, he's been playing phenomenally recently and um, uh, has the skill set to really succeed here. Like not a very long hitter, but can make a lot of fairways, can attack greens and regulation. Um, and it really all comes down to whether or not the short game is there. He's a better chipper than a putter um but if those things are going i mean he'll he'll really he'll really have a chance to, to contend um this course sits up really well for him patrick can at 45 to one can you believe it i certainly can't um but i'm also uh way too much of a fanboy of this guy, um, he's missed four cuts in a row, it's been really depressing <laughs> to watch, but, um, God damn it, I, I've taken him again, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't stop, like, if he plays well this week, I would hate myself, um, I mean, I just feel like that's forty five to one is more, plus forty five hundred is such a such a great number for canley um he's been he's been really good recently in some spots, but it's just these four miscuts at a lot of big events they' given a lot of people a sour taste in their mouth and I don't blame them but at the same time. Would we really be surprised if he got it together this week and had a really good week? I wouldn't. I actually took him in that matchup versus Patrick Reed, that was the uh, anonymous matchup, man. Um, but yeah, no, I I think uh, I think Cantlay could easily do well this week. So I mean, I did all the sh- dumb shit as I usually do, but I'm first round leader and outright and top ten, top twenty, top five. Uh, burning money on this man but anyway you know what are we gonna do I mean if he wins I'm gonna hate my life so that's that's where the rub comes in when you have these guys that you really like betting um Tyrell Hatton is at 45 to 1 I think he has he also has a good chance to win this week um, he could definitely win. Um, I bet him on the outright. Uh, I, I, I think um, he'll win this group versus Answer, Will's Zaltors, Fleetwood, and Leishman. Um, so yeah, it's kind of the same split little bet deal that I did with Answer, or that I did with JT and Rom. I did with Answer and Hatton versus Willie Z, Fleetwood, and Leishman. So if either of those guys win that group that will be good. Um, I also bet I'm top European and in a matchup versus Tom Fleawood. Um, so yeah, uh, Hatton is a great ball striker. He's been winning a ton recently. Um, he just hasn't really ever showed up in a major championship. Um, I think he will Uh, very soon Uh, he played well at Augusta which is a course he you know traditionally has really struggled at um so you know I think this this course with a lot of wind could set up well for him because of the his experience in the European tour and playing a lot of these kind of windy courses that they have there especially on the coastline um and even like some of a lot of the courses in uh um, the Middle East that they play have incredible wins. Um so I feel like he'll be really set up well for this week. Uh Kipka is at forty-five to one. Um and like I said, I I bet him in a matchup versus jensen And that's really more about Dustin Jensen than Brooks Kipka. But uh Um, I don't know, Kepka's been playing like poop, so I really wouldn't expect either of them to really do anything, um, I mean, would I be shocked if Kepka were to play well this week? No, not at all, I mean, that's just kind of what he does, is poops around, these regular tour events, and, um, you know, does this shtick where he can barely even pick up his ball, I mean... I mean, he is, he legitimately had a knee issue, but, um, I don't know, he's just, he's still recovering, and I, I, I feel like he just wants to play these events for, I don't know, his ego's sake, I guess, but, um, I mean, I would never doubt him, I mean, he's a great player, so, um, that's why I took him in this matchup versus DJ, it's a good price for Kepka and, Probably really the only bet on the board that I'll take him for this entire week. Um Scotty Scheffler is at plus five thousand. Uh I could see Scotty Scheffler winning this week. Um, I bet him pre-tournament at a worse number than that. Um, but uh, you know, why not? I mean, I think he is a great ball striker and like all these other young guys, uh um, could really play well this week. I actually do have a matchup against uh, Tony Finau with him at plus 100. Um, I just figured that was a pretty good number. I mean, Shuffler's been playing well recently. He's, been, he play, he's played well at a lot of majors um, so far in his career. Um, and he has a great short game. I'm, I'm very underrated around the greens. So I think, uh, um, I mean, minus the putter, he's a little streaky there. But uh, I, love him. I like him. I took him in a group versus Patrick Reed, Cameron Smith, Tony Finau, and Sam Burns as well. I mean, I think Scottie Scheffler can do a lot of really good things this week. Um, so yeah, definitely keep my eyes out on I'll definitely keep your eyes out on him. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, because that's 55-1. to 1. Um, I love Fitzpatrick this week. He could definitely win. I took him on an outright top 20, top 10, top 5. I think with how the course is playing, especially with the wind, if it's a tough test, uh, he's all over that kind of crap. Um, I think in the Memorial last year, when they blew up the course, uh, he played great. Um, and so uh, I mean, yeah, he's a great short game. He's got added a lot of distance off the tee, and uh, he's a great iron player. So I feel like I feel like he's one of these players that really has a all-round game that um, isn't necessarily being recognized by the odds because he's not necessarily a big name but he's been one of the most consistent players in the PGA Tour this season and uh, um, I expect him to play well here I mean, this is the kind of course I feel like really bring, brings out the best in a player like Fitzpatrick who really has to grind um, Will Zalatouris is at 55-1 to 1. Uh, I don't have any bets on Willie Z this week except for this one matchup versus Mark Leishman uh, I bet against Mark Leishman at the AT&T Byron Nelson actually with the same bet and Will Zaltoros backdoored it on Sunday uh, which was awesome uh, so I, I feel like this is, that was, that's a little bit more of a Leishman fade than a, a pro Zalatouris move, but I mean, this kid is awesome, so I mean, would I be surprised if he were to play well this week? Not at all. He's awesome, but, uh, at that number, no thanks. It's, he's just not gonna win, probably. It's just, a uh, he, he'll pro he'll win an event soon. I, I mean, he's been too good, uh, you know, not to, so I, but I'd be shocked if it, were, it would be the PGA. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood is at fifty-five to one. Um, I accidentally actually bet him at, at like sixty-six to one on the first day. I I meant to click Matthew Fitzpatrick, who was at sixty-six to one, sixty-six to one, that day. But I accidentally clicked him and didn't even notice. So I have an outright on Tommy Fleetwood. That's my only other bet, and pretty much everything else I've been doing is fading him in matchups and stuff to make my money back. <laughs> I mean, I have a matchup with Hatton against him, uh, uh, and I have a matchup with, uh, Walking Neiman against him, yeah, no, it's, it's just, uh, it's gonna, oh, yeah. That was, that was one, when I saw that, and I actually bet that out, right, I was, I was sad, because, I mean, I just, I don't know, I mean, Fleawood's one of these players I never get right, really, I never really predict what he's playing well, and he's showed some signs, so, I mean, if he won, I, I mean, that would be, uh, the biggest dumb luck ever, but, um, you know, who cares? I mean, it's he's there. I already have all my other guys, so just, he's just another some, another person that could have potentially come through. But I'm not counting on it. Mark Leishman is at fifty-five to one, and I don't like him at all this week. I think his problem is that he is his, he's so inaccurate off the tee that I I just I don't really figure that this is a good course fit for him. Um. I faded him a lot, like with Will's Out, Will's Out Taurus, I made a bet with Shane Lowry against him, I made a bet with Sergio against him, um, I, uh, I really just don't like him, I, I just, I, um, he's he's not the same player he used to be and if you're not if he's not making fairways i mean he's just not gonna get in a good position to really be able to use his irons which is really the strength of his game and if he's bailing out with the short game all the time which isn't as good as he used to be as well uh, i just don't see i just don't really see him playing well this week not really somebody i'm on i would not be surprised if you're to miss the cut but to be honest i I think that's that number is just a uh, way over way overpriced. Um, Corey Connors is at plus six thousand. Uh, I really like Corey this week. I bet him outright top t- twenty, top ten, top five. I bet him in a group versus Sungjae, Neiman, Casey, and Louie. Um, and top rest of the world. I think Corey um, with his kind of Newfound putter, and he's obviously a great ball striker. He should have a great chance to play well this week. Um, he's one of the most accurate players on tour. Um, so I think that will really benefit him on this course. Neiman's also at plus 6,000, and uh, he's another player I love this week. Um, I bet him top 20, top 5, outright um, in that matchup versus Fleawood, top rest of the world, and top South American. I think uh, this could be a huge coming out party for Neiman because of the wins. Um, And uh, I I could just see him really playing well. Um, He's one of these players that really kind of comes out of, you know, really tough conditions sometimes. So I, I I really I really feel like he could do well this week. Uh Sam Burns, Z plus six thousand. Uh no bets against him. I have some bets oh no bets on him, I should say. I have some bets against him, like uh with uh Max Homa in a tournament matchup where he was an underdog versus him. Uh I also have um Siwo Kim in a matchup versus him. He's just one of those players where I, I, I feel like if he's not accurate um, off the tee or on approach, then it's gonna it's gonna be a a quick week with Mr. Burns. Um kinda as we saw at the end of the ATT by Nelson, you know, he kinda started to stall a little bit at the end. So yeah, I um, I don't really feel super hot about him. Uh, Paul Casey, I got in at uh, plus 8,000. Um, he's at 66 to one right now. Um, I just kind of liked him as, an, as a little outright punt. I felt like those were good odds, especially since uh, like I said the importance and accuracy I got Louie at plus 8,000. I thought that was a good price for him. He's another guy I think could thrive in these conditions. Lowry, he's at plus 7,000. I um already have that Leishman matchup, like I said. Uh, Sung J M is at plus 7,500. Um, I only bet him in a matchup versus Willie Z. Uh, I just kind of like the odds on that. It was plus money um like plus one twenty five I think. So I think that's a good just a good price. I mean Sung jm's a great player, so I i could easily see him getting above Will Z in the leaderboard. Uh Keegan Bradley is at plus eight thousand. He's somebody I bet pre tournament at uh one twenty five to one. Um and I also bet him as top pass champion um I think uh, Keegan could really play well this week because of how well he's been putting um, and just how good his ball striking has been in general. He's been one of the best ball strikers on tour uh, this year. And the putter has been really consistent recently for him, which is super unusual. So if it's rolling, um, I definitely expect Keegan to be on on top of the leaderboard. Uh, he played well here in 2012 as well. He finished in tied for third. Um, Justin Rose is at plus 8,000, and I uh, want nothing to do with Mr. Rose. I took a matchup with Casey versus him. Um, I'll suspect Casey, top European, by the way. I forgot to mention that a second ago. Uh, just, yeah. Rose, I, he's been so unpredictable this year, and I would really be surprised if he were to play well again this week. Um. He had that one great round in the Masters, and then, um, I don't know, didn't even play that well the rest of the week. Brian Harmon um, is a great play this week, in my opinion. I bet him top 20, top 10, top 5, and outright, and top lefty, and in a tournament matchup versus Matt Wallace. Um, I just think of Harmon, you know, it's with his ability to really do great distance control, that's going to set up well for him this week. And of course, it's pretty tough. I mean, he's had a great year as well. So, Harmon is not a player I would sleep on. Not the furthest hitter in the world, but, you know, that's okay, in my opinion. I think he'll be fine. Um, might not win, but, you know, he's, uh... He's been fun. He's been fun. He's been really fun. Um, Sergio at plus nine thousand. I I don't really see too much in Sergio this week. I I I took some matchups with him. Um, I took a top European I could see, and I did a matchup against the Leishman. Mm, but with Sergio, you know, it's the putter, and uh, yeah, it's just, the putter is, has not been very good, so there's no reason to really take him into a course like this, where putting is going to really matter, and, and who knows what, el- what else he's going to get himself into, he's been kind of all over the place recently. Gary Woodland's at plus 9,000. No, thank you. I don't want any part of that at all. That is a bad number for how well he's been playing recently. He's had like one good start, which was at the Wells Fargo. um Adam Scott is at plus 9,000. No, thank you on that either. Even though Scott has been making a lot of cuts, he has not really done anything in contention. um and I don't really believe that he will anytime soon um, because he's way too wayward off the tee right now, and especially at a course like this, I don't think it's going to benefit him. With Bubba Watson at plus 10,000, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, Bubba has been playing well recently, though, but uh, I don't know. This doesn't really feel like a Bubba course, especially if short game is going to matter. Yeah, I don't really don't see Bubba winning. Matt Wallace at plus ten thousand is has been interesting, but I don't have any bets on him this week. He was somebody I've liked previously in this championship because of his ability to really play well in tough conditions, and he's a great iron player. And maybe I should be taking him because he's been playing really well. But um, at the same time, I I don't really want to. I just don't really trust him to really. All the all the time and you know he's still really been developing on the pga tour so there's no reason for me to to really force it with him charles schwarzel's at plus plus ten thousand, and uh he's another guy where i i, I don't really want to force myself because of the recent form um there's just no reason to um uh, jason kokrak he's at uh he's at 11 11 uh 110 to one um And I I got him at 125 to one. I I could see him playing well this week. Kind of like, you know, similar player to to Corey Connors and Abraham Answer. you know, and Megan Fairways. Um, He's been putting really well this year. So, I mean, I could definitely see him finishing in the top 10 and maybe even winning if uh, things go his way. Um, Siwoo Kim. Not somebody I bet any outrights on, but I did bet him top for the rest of the world, and in a matchup versus Sam Burns and Cameron Smith, uh, I think he could be uh, he could play well this week for sure. Um, but winning, I don't know if he really has the. I don't know what his temperament is really like in a competition like this. He's won big tournaments before, obviously, but uh, I don't know. Maybe if I see a better number, but I doubt it at this point. Harris English, he is at 11 to 1, and, uh, I, I could see, uh, I can see Harris playing well this week for sure. Um, he's one of those guys where, um. he's one of those guys where he like because of a short game he can really put himself in contention in a lot of these tournaments um we saw that at the u.s open at Wingfoot. um great driving accuracy player and uh and his irons were a lot better than which they haven't really been recently but he's starting to have a little bit of a resurgence all across this game especially in the past couple of weeks so i i think he's been trending really well and uh Harris is somebody I wouldn't really sleep on this week. I took a tournament matchup um, with him versus Ricky Fowler, um, which I really like. Fowler's been sucking a lot recently, so uh, I mean, I I really feel like Harris could definitely surpass him on the tournament leaderboard. Um, Jason Day, I bet him to top Australian at like plus five fifty. Um uh, he hasn't really been playing all that well recently. He hasn't been putting at all. But um T to Green, he's been really good. So if the putter can turn around, I mean yeah, watch out for Jason Day. I mean he could he could play really well this week, but I the odds for Top Australian. That's about it. Um Cameron Tringale is uh the next person at 125 to one um and i really like tringali this week i bet him top five top american outright first round leader um tringali has added a lot of length to this game and it's just been all around really good um he's been contending a lot and you know been in the top first burnt front front page of the leaderboard very frequently and uh so i mean i really wouldn't, be, wouldn't sleep on him especially since he's a pretty accurate player off the tee and on approach Uh, Max Homa is at 125 to one. Um, like I said earlier, only bet I have on Max is that one uh, versus uh, Sam Burns. Um, Robert McIntyre is at 125 to one. I have a matchup versus with him versus a uh, Garrick Higo. Uh, Higo is another guy that I could talk about later. Uh, He's also at 125 to 1. He's been playing really well on the European Tour, but that is way overpriced. He's way overpriced in the market. So, Gary Higo is definitely a guy I would look out to fade this week. Um, McIntyre is probably one of the elite players in the European Tour, Um, and now the price is is minus only 110. Higo has been great recently as well, but... um, I really don't know how well he will play this week. he has been way overpriced because of his recent success. Uh, Lee Westwood's also at one twenty-five to one, um, and I don't really know about what to do with Lee. I could easily see him being thirty over, or in the you know at even par, or minus one. You know, playing well right off the gate. Um, so we really don't know what's going to happen with him. So. I'm staying away Emiliano Grio is at 14 to 1 uh, I really like Grillo this week I, I, I he's been he's been great all around recently and so I bet him outright top five top rest of the world um, and first round leader um, and in a tournament matchup versus Keegan Bradley Um and he's it was a good price for that. I mean, I, I like Keegan this week, but in case he doesn't play well, I could really I could really see Grio playing well as well. Uh, they do a lot of similar things. So, you know, I think that's a good price for especially a player like that who's been playing well. Charlie Hoffman at 14, 140-1. Um, Charlie Hoffman could easily win this tournament, in my opinion. I bet him top five and on the outright. Um, you know, it's, I think... Uh, I think he's a player that's just with his ball striking recently has been playing So I, uh, I really wouldn't I really wouldn't doubt him. I mean I think he's been awesome. I, I he's been in contention a lot, and uh, I would definitely expect him to, uh, to play well this week. Sorry, I'm getting a little tired here, um, but I'm. Trying to work through this as fast as I can. Um, just to kind of cover a lot of my bases here and you know, tell you guys about a lot of the players in the championship and how I feel about them. Um at next we have Billy Horschel at uh also at 140 to 1. Um I really like him this week because of his ability to really grind out pars like we saw at the match play. Um so yeah, I took him outright in top ten. And in a tournament matchup versus Ricky Fowler. Uh, I just feel like that he's just going to outgrind a lot of people this week and uh, that he'll do well. Um Matt Jones is at 14 10 40 to 1. Uh Matt Jones has been great this year. Um I I feel like he could easily Win this week, um, because of how well he played at the Honda from Tina Green. That was a very difficult test. Or he finished in the top five. Um, I, he's a player that I feel like has a ton of upside, but I wouldn't I wouldn't bet anything lower than that because of uh, I just don't know how much of a sure thing he is. He's really not. I mean, that's why I mean nobody in this range is. I mean, you know, Hoffman and GRIO. I I like those guys, but I'm not super confident in them. I mean, they could easily missed the cut. Um but uh you know Billy Horschel and Matt Jones, I mean they're they're a little bit more reliable because they've actually won this year. Matt Kucher, he's at one four, 100 he's also at uh one hundred my god. He's also at plus fourteen thousand um and i i like him in a matchup versus lee westwood i like that uh when i when i saw that um i could just see matt kuchar really playing well in terms of continuously making fairways and doing well with the short game he, i think this is a course that could really suit well for him as opposed to someone like lee westwood where we don't necessarily know where his ball striking or, or short game will be at um Noren is at uh, plus f- 14,000 as well, and um, I don't really feel super good about Noren this week. Uh, he played well last week, so I that's the reason why his odds are this low, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't really take him. Instead, I faded him in a matchup with Russell Henley. Um, Ryan Palmer is at one, is at plus 15,000. Um, I could easily see Ryan Palmer play well this week. I bet on that right top 20, top five. Um, and in a matchup versus Mark Leishman. Um, Palmer's been low key really consistent this year, and he's a great win player. Uh, Ricky Fowler, do not bet him, bet against him, better a missed Cut, probably, he should not be in this field, he sucks, the fact that this number is that low anyway is a disgrace, um, yeah, don't bet Ricky, Stuart Sink at plus 16,000, um, I'm not going to fade or really bet Stewart sink this week. I mean, he's played well in a lot of events this year, but I mean, it's just at this point, I mean, it's how really likely is it that he can win an event like this? I mean, I don't really think it's super likely, so it really depends. I I don't see it though. Brendan Grace is also at plus 16,000, and I don't really like him at all this week. Um, He's just not really the kind of player that I feel like plays well at this kind of course right now. He's just not as good as he used to be with the putter and um, just off the tee. I, I mean, even though he's kind of fits the mold of some of these grinders that I really like, I mean, I, he's just not that same player anymore. Even though he has won this year, it's just that was an incredibly weak field. Um, Russell Henley is at uh, plus 17,500. And that's really good value. I think Henley could win this week um, I mean, if, if, if everything goes well. I mean, he, this course sets up well for him where he really can rely on his, the irons, where which is the strength of his game, and he makes a lot of fairways. So I think Henley could really be a sleeper. Um, he, he, he could have easily won a lot of other tournaments with deep fields like this in, in other years. Like I said, I bet him against Norin, but I also like him in the top five top ten, top twenty markets and on the outright market as well. Uh Christian Bijwedenhoot uh is another player I really like. Um I bet him top twenty on the outright and top South top top South African. Um he's a player uh, and also in a in a tournament matchup versus Robert McIntyre. Um, I like Bobby Mack, like I said earlier, in that one matchup, but I think um uh, is a little bit better of a course fit this week because of his short game, um, and he's also incredibly accurate off the tee. Uh, Kevin Na, I put an outright on. Um, I can't remember what number I got exactly, but that's really my only bet on him this week um, just because I felt like uh, if... He could, um, you know, yeah, it was like the number that I got, it was like plus 25,000, I think. So, I, I mean, that was a really good number, I felt, for Nah. Thomas Peters is at also at the same number uh, at 175-1. to 1. I, I, I liked Thomas Peters to play well this week as well. I I mean, I think a lot of the European players could really play well here, and I think he's no exception. He's had a lot of experience in major championships, and I easily could see him cashing in that top 20 um, at plus 700. Um, Cameron Champ is also at 175 to 1, and um, I will not touch him with the 10-foot pole. Uh, He sucks at putting and around the greens, and um, this is not going to be a place where he's going to be able to really bomb it around at all. Chris Kirk at plus 20,000 is an interesting bet to me. He's been in contention a lot of different times this year, so I bet him outright top five and top American in case, you know, his upside is there this week, Um, which could be, you know, play well at a course like this because of how good his irons and him getting into the fairway are. Um, Carlos Ortiz, I bet uh, top 20, top 10, top five in the outright mark and outright um, he's usually a guy. I just feel like is kind of undervalued in in a field like this uh because i i I like his short game and I think he is a good driver of the golf ball. It's really just a matter of whether or not he can hit his his approach as well, which is has been inconsistent but if he does gain strokes on approach he is a he's a dangerous threat to be able to really play well this week and at really any tournament um Because he's just so good all around. Um, K.H. Lee, my man, I just went off of him last week. Um, He's at plus 20,000, and I have no bets on him. There's no reason to. Uh, There's just really no reason to. I mean, he's been you know he just got into this field um i mean i i think there's some you know, maybe some first round matchups or something that you could find with him that maybe solid value but uh overall i mean i'm not i'm not going to force anything with uh with k actually i mean i just want to one off of him I, there's no reason to he's uh he's perfectly fine just the way he is Aaron Wise is also at plus 20,000, and uh, I put a top 20 on him. Um, He plays really well on the coast. Uh, Ian Poulter is also at plus 20,000. And uh, I don't have a single bet on Poulter, I believe. Oh, no, I do. I have a tournament matchup versus Charles Schwartzel. Yeah, I, I, that was a good bet in my opinion because it was at plus money and I felt that, you know, Poulter is a pretty good course fit here and I think that Schwartzel has been a little bit overvalued in the market because of his current form. Um, Kevin Streelman I also like at 225-1. Uh, to one. Um, I bet him first-round leader outright top 20, top 10, top 5 and in a tournament matchup versus Brendan Steele. I think he's a great play this week. I mean, like I said, with a lot of these other guys. Um, good iron player, makes a lot of fairways. Solid, short game. You know, that's that's going to be a kind of guy that plays well this week, in my opinion. Uh, I also bet Cameron Davis at the same number, and I did him to outright top 20, top 5, top Australian, and top rest of the world. Um, I think... Uh, you know, if the course is playing longer and length will matter, Cameron Davis is a good sleeper. He's a great ball striker. He has phenomenal length. Um not as good around the greens with the short game, but I mean uh if the ball striking's there, uh, watch out. I mean he could he's definitely a very interesting prospect. Um Victor Perez in a tournament matchup versus Thomas Peters. He's at plus money. I like that. Perez has been pretty good on the state side recently, so um, I could see him playing well. Um, Brendan Todd is at plus 25,000, and I think Brendan Todd could easily be live this week along with a lot of the other guys, so I bet him outright top 20, top 10, top 5, top American, and in a tournament matchup versus Martin Laird. Um hey, if Brendan Todd's making fairways, if he's hitting those greens, he's making those putts like he did at last year's PGA around that time. Who knows? I mean, Brendan Todd could be live at a place like this where there's a premium on making the fairway. Um he's uh he's pretty dank at that. Um, don't sleep on the Todd father. Uh, Kisner is at plus 25,000 and I actually did bet him. I I bet him in a different number, um, a little lower than that. I think a little about 35,000. I think that's what I got him at. And I also bet him in a top 20 and in a tournament matchup versus Zach Johnson. Um, Zach Johnson hasn't really been playing well that well recently. And, uh, um, I think Kisner, you know, really could suit well at this course, uh, if his game's really going. Um, he hasn't really been all there recently, but overall, I still think he could definitely finish in the top 20 and maybe even, you know, attempt a little at a run at contention. Uh, Molinari is at, uh, 25,000. Um, and I really don't have anything, uh, with or against the, uh, the Italian. Um, he's played well here before and, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did again, I guess, but... Um, I don't know. I I don't want to bet Molinari this week. He, uh, Zach Johnson at twenty five thousand. We already kind of talked about him. Mickelson at plus twenty five thousand. And yeah, this does not seem like a fill course because of the uh the conditions. But um, you never know. Maybe he grinds it out and plays it and manages the course well. But I don't think he really finished all that well here, in twenty twelve uh Taylor gooch I took also in this tournament um if he loses he'll send me my money back he uh he personally guaranteed me that on Twitter um I'm just kidding but maybe he would if I asked him because that's what he does for everybody else apparently um yeah I bet him outright for showing later top five just kind of feel like he's an upside kind of pick. Um Lanto Griffin I took at uh 275 to 1. Um he's a guy where I I really like the the ability to to hit with the irons. Um, and I think especially early on he could be a factor. So I like him top 20, top 10, top 5 um first round leader and outright. He's a very accurate player and kind of an underrated. Um, I wouldn't say star, but you know, consistent uh, major championship WGC appearances for him. I mean, you know, it's That's a competitive player, and so I, I feel like two hundred seventy-five to one is a great price. Um, Munoz and Weisberger are also at those numbers, but I have nothing with or against them right now. Um, Harold Varner is at plus 30,000. Uh, he is, uh, somebody I really like this week as well. He's a good ball striker, not a great short game guy, really. But, uh, if, um, things can get hot, we've seen him play well. And, uh, you know, Beth Page back and, uh, uh, Beth Page Black, uh, so, you know, I, I could really see him play well this week. Joel Dahman, 30000 Um, You know, why not? I mean, I feel like Joel is a very accurate player off the tee and uh, um, pretty good around the greens. So I, I feel like he has some skill sets that could really play well here, and he's won on tour this year. So uh, I think that after that, it's kind of given him a lot of confidence. Uh He's not really somebody that I would imagine to really win a major like this, but, um, you know, I think the there are skill sets that really fit well here, and I think there's some value on that number. Um, Steel at plus 30,000, I'm not really into. Uh, he, he, I just don't really feel like he's been playing all that well recently, and I don't really feel like he has the short game. Dylan Fratelli's at plus 30,000. I got a little bit better of a number. Um, and, uh... I do like him this week. I mean, I think he's one of those guys that can easily pop. I also bet him at South Af best South African. Danny Willetts at plus thirty thousand. He won't win. Um, Martin Keimer is at plus thirty thousand. Uh, he won't win. But I I did bet him in a matchup versus Henrik Stenson because Stenson has been poop d d poop and probably will be forever um Steve Stricker uh, uh, I I actually really like Steve Stricker this week at plus 35,000 um he is really interesting um he's been playing really well this year he played well at Phoenix and at the Honda but he's also played well at the um he also he also played well at the PGA here in 2012 he, tied, he finished tied for seventh and you know even with the length, you figured that wouldn't be a course for him but uh, it is because it is because of his ability to to make the fairway and really plot around the course. Who knows if he's really able to still do that at his age but um, I think he can and as evidenced by his recent performances, Antoine Rosner is also at plus 35,000. I got him at plus 40,000 and then I bet him uh, top 20 and top five also top European in a, in a tournament matchup versus American John Catlin also from the European Tour. Um, and I also bet him first round leader. Uh, I feel like Rosner is a kind of a interesting sleeper because uh, he won the tournament in Qatar. Uh, earlier this year where there were 30 over 30 mile an hour wins it was nuts he's a great driver of the golf ball um so i think he's somebody and he's not really that short of a hitter so he beat bryson out in the match play i think he got he's got some cojones so i would not doubt him at all Wyndham Clark's at plus 35,000. I have no bets on him as of yet. He's a, was a late add to the field. Uh, Adam Hadwin, I bet, uh, a top 20 and top five on. He's at plus 35,000. I like the values in those. He's a, you know, he's been kind of creeping along recently. had not really, hasn't really been doing anything, but, uh, you know, I, I think this could be a course where he could play well. Um, he's an accurate player and, uh, has some solid short has some solid short game as well he's pretty average or, you know across the board but i think Hadwin could be a surprise this week um Maverick McNeely i also really like um i believe this is his first major championship appearance but uh, i mean i bet him on the outright um i thought it was just a good value and top 20, and I met him in a, in a, in a matchup versus Tom Lewis. Um, yeah, the reason why I take some of these guys like this is because you really never know, especially since they're giving you like 40,000, plus 40,000, plus 45,000 odds. I mean, you might as well take those and put a little bit of money on it. And that's that's why a lot of these guys have value to me. Um, Eric Van Royen. Uh, first round leader uh, top rest of the world top South African he's another guy at plus 35,000 those first things I named were the bets I took him at um, I don't really think he can win but he's somebody that can pop and you know put himself in the top of a leaderboard um, and so uh, maybe he can upset some of these other uh, people in the field. Mackenzie Hughes is at plus 35,000. I took a little outright stab on him because he's of his putting. Um, so maybe he, if he plays well, we can add some more to, to him to the card. Um, Dean Burmeister, uh not really somebody I know too much about, to be honest. Um, so uh, I don't really feel too comfortable. Uh, taking him um but what i do know is that um he's a pretty good putter and a decent driver of the ball so you know maybe he could be a dark horse but um in terms of playing well this week but uh i don't really there's no reason for me to take him tom hoagie um, I really like this week. I think he's being really undervalued. I bet him top twenty, top ten, top five, and on the outright market because I feel like he's the kind of player that is um successful at this course. Like you know, like we we're saying, people that have good short games that can make a ton of fairways. Um, and he's a good iron player, so I think Hoagie has been ball striking really well recently. Sam Horsfield is at plus 35,000. He's not really a player that I'm super on this week either. Um, He's just not really somebody that's really been on my radar recently, but I've heard he's had a great year. Um, Jazz Jane Watanad is in the field this week at plus 40,000. And uh, I think this guy is dope um, I always like betting him I think he and uh, when he comes over to the state side I think he's uh, an underrated player he makes a lot of fairways um, so I bet him top Asian and in, in a tournament matchup versus Chan Kim from the Korean League um, I think that's a pretty easy bet uh, Kurt Kitayama is also at this event um, I don't really have any events with or against him either uh, JT Poston is at plus 50,000. Um, he's a guy I took a little stab on in terms of an outright in the top five. I think he's a guy that's, you know, obvious long shot that uh, um, could be really interesting if, if uh, the putter's really going and if he's making some greens. But overall, I mean, the iron play hasn't really been phenomenal. So um, maybe not with him. Uh, but I, I liked the odds on that, and then Denny McCarthy, I also bet at uh he uh, he was also at fifty thousand and uh, he was a first round leader and top ten and top five, um, I bet those as well. Uh, I um. I I really like his ability to be able to putt the ball, um, and he's a go so a very accurate player. So kind of like. JT Poston, both of those guys, I kind of feel like could have really similar weeks. Um, Aaron Rye at plus 50,000. Um, I bet a top 20 on him. Um, I could easily see him playing well this week, like I said, with the other Euros. on uh, no bets. Takumi Kanaya, I took a plus uh, 10,000 punt on top five. Um, he's an interesting prospect from Japan. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't really, I feel like he could be, uh, somebody that could surprise up on top of the board. A couple more guys I just want to touch on real quick, uh, since I've, we're pretty much done with the card, um, is that, uh, I really like Richie Rurenski at plus 60,000. He's been a guy that, uh, I feel like has come out a lot in different positions where nobody expected him to play well and did. Um, so I like him top 20, top 10, top five outright. Um, and, and I bet him in a matchup versus Peter Malnati, who has been kind of all over the place recently. Um, and I feel like with Wierenski, uh, you know, you're getting a, a lot of decent value um, because nobody really knows who he is, but he's, he has the ability to really be able to pop. Like we saw at the Arnold Palmer, um, Adam Long. I bet plus. I bet. I bet uh, a top twenty and a top five on him. I think he's a player that because of the the accuracy concerns and will be very important. Uh, he'll be very interesting this week. I bet Jason Scrivener. As a top Australian, he's plus twenty five hundred. It is a long shot. He's a good player from the European tour, and I took him in a middle matchup versus Sammy Valamaki. Um, there's some other matchups here, like Robert Streb, uh, Robert Streb versus Huston Swafford, and uh, Cesarevi versus Brian Gay, and all that stuff, but that's not completely interesting yeah that's pretty much my card um let me know what you think i know this is probably a super long-winded podcast and uh, there's a lot of guys that um i didn't really get to from the the way way back here but i mean a lot of them don't really have a chance and you know i just kind of wanted to talk about a lot of guys and kind of get my thoughts on the, the field this week. So, um, enjoy the PGA championship. And I, I hope that, uh, you learn something from this podcast. Thanks.